0: Welcome 2209. This is your host, Michael Scott. I'm joined with Amy Houston and Holly Murphy. Say hi, guys.
1: Hi.
2: Hi, everybody.
0: Uh, Thank you for joining us. We are going to be um, going over a little bit of what uh, events we have coming up, the rolling into Roanoke. Um, We're going to be talking about the elections a little bit, the runoffs, the date for that, and we will be discussing the standing committees. Um, So, I guess let's go ahead and talk about the current events, what we do know, what's going on. So, if you
1: would, Holly. So, this Saturday, Mm -hmm. July 25th, is our Rolling into Roanoke. We're going to be one of the tour spots on the Dream Tour. They normally have that in town in Roanoke, but it's different this year due to COVID-19. So, if anybody's interested, they can come out here from 8 to 5 and volunteer any time of the day because we're just one of those stops and there's no certain route.
0: So they're going to be coming to the hall then, right? Yes. Okay, awesome.
1: Yes, and we'll be serving (laughs) hamburgers and hot dogs, Mm -hmm. giving out trinkets. We had posters made for everybody to grab one. Awesome. Just a lot of fellowship for that day and um, show them what our products are. So Huntington Chevy will be bringing out a truck, and if anybody, any one of our members wants to bring their trucks so people can see what we build or anything that they want to showcase
0: awesome That's
2: right like classic cars if you yes. have any members who like to show those off they're more than welcome to come yeah and also our members if they don't want to volunteer and they just want to come and check out what's going on they're more than
1: welcome yes to roll, so.
0: or if you just want to swing by and grab a hamburger and hot dog right right just come on by um so we started a new texting system um how would i sign up for that holly
1: so you will go to uaw2209.org And then you will click on the opt-in message, text message, up there in the menu bar, and then submit the requested information, because we're no longer signing up with the number. We are at max capacity on that, so we can only sign up online, or you can call the union hall at 260-672-2209, and Erica will get that signed up for you also.
0: Awesome, awesome. Um, Is there anything else on the calendar?
1: no okay it's all about our elections
0: all right um so i just want to say congratulations to the winners and we do have some runoffs coming up and that will be held on what date august 6th august 6th so remember that not remember to vote so we did our ballot drawing for our trustee for the runoff election on august 6th you're going to be voting in the same place as you voted for the last election um for trustee the ballot placement is as follows Amanda Myers, number one, number two, Courtney Lewis, number three, Deanna Watson, number four, Roxanna Murray, number five, Melinda Ladd, number six, David Barkowiak, and for Sergeant at Arms, the number one placement is...
2: Manny (laughs) Andalzua.
0: All right, perfect. And uh, number two is John Kinsey. For Guide, number one ballot placement is Jamie Teller. Number two is Andrew Carter and the zone first shift runoff. Number one placement is Mark Orr, and number two is Dave
2: poor. Mm-hmm. So for trustees, just like before, you can vote for up to three trustees in the election and to how many up to three trustees Three trustees. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to talk about, there's been a lot of questions about why there's a runoff in certain offices and why, There aren't in others. So for committeemen and alternate committeemen, you win by a plurality vote. If you get the most votes, you win.
0: That's what plurality
2: means. Right. If
0: I have the most votes, I've won the election.
2: Right. And the only time there'd be a runoff, like if you and I were against each other for alternate committeemen in whatever zone, is if we were tied. Exactly tied. We each got 21 votes. Okay. We're going to run that election again. Okay. That did not happen in this triennial. Yep. The reason there's a runoff, it's um, our local 2209 bylaws. It's Article 9, Section 4. When more than two candidates are running for any executive board office, shop chairperson, or zone committee person in the local union, and no one has received a majority of the votes cast, there shall be a runoff election between the two candidates receiving the highest number of votes cast. Um, The trustee one's different because there's more candidates there were
0: do you remember how many there were 11 initially Mm -hmm. and now we're down to six correct okay okay is there anything else you wanted to talk about um i would
2: just like to point out you know it was very important for you to come vote in this triennial election last week i want to remind everybody this runoff is just as important you are voting for those same people you voted for last week, too. Like, these are still executive board officers. These are still the um, the people who are going to serve you. So it's important to make sure to come out and vote. Take the time. It's your voice. So just vote, I guess is all I'm saying. Right. So. so, and these runoff elections are for executive board positions. So retirees are able to vote. Our people on sick leave are able to vote. And everyone in the plant is able to vote as well. You'll vote in the body shop, cafeteria. GA cafeteria, just like last time.
0: So the retirees and the si- people on sick leave, they'll come to the hall and vote, correct? Correct, okay. correct. Awesome. Um, so I guess let's just dive into mm-hmm. our standing committees. Okay. I know we, we want to get some more, uh, some more people signed up. We want to we want people to be involved. And
1: Always. Yes. Our committees are a great way to do that. So. Yes, they are the building blocks of the local unions. Yes. And kind of as a
2: starter, too, I want to say a lot of us started, everybody who's involved, this is... A great way to start to see where you feel like you fit in, where you feel comfortable, what
1: you're interested in, what commitment level you have right. to give.
2: Right, like, and this is not a standing committee, but I became involved years ago on the election committee. That was my first committee I was on, and after that, Union Label, I realized, oh, this is what I'm interested in, so I joined that committee, and then went on from there. But it's an easy, kind of low commitment way to get involved and see. What you feel like doing
0: and the election committee is a different i know we're going to go into this but it's a different <laughs> sign up process it's you don't sign up for the election committee. you Are throw your name into a hat and you're elected to it correct. whereas if you want to sign up for any of the standing committees we're going to be talking about you um come down to the hall you let them know hey i want to join this committee and then you'll be appointed to it correct okay. we have an
2: application for you to fill out right yep. at the secretary's window mm-hmm. and you fill it out Pick which committees you would like be interested in, and kind of say why, and then the president will appoint you to a committee.
0: So if I was brand new to all of this and I didn't know what any of these committees do, is there anybody I could talk to that might be able to? Well, I kind of know you. Um, you might be great for this committee, or you might be better for this committee. Is how would I? Who would I talk to about that?
2: Um, probably anybody in leadership or anybody on a committee, like the people who are on committees also know about other committees because everybody works together or they've been on the committee before and decided to switch committees. Right. And I've
1: done that. They've um, come to me and say, Holly, I really think I'm interested in this. And I'll say, well, what all qualities do you have? Right. And they tell me and I say, oh no, you know, I could really utilize you over here. Okay. And they say, oh, okay. I just want to serve.
0: Right. 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 So there's, a different skill set required for different committees. Or not required, no. but you'll just thrive more right. with the type right. of person that you are in a mm-hmm. certain committee. And
2: if right. it's not a good fit, you're not you're not assigned you, to it for life. If right. you go to a few things, realize, you know, I don't really – I saw this committee doing this, and this is way more interesting to me, or right. this isn't a good fit, you can move around. This is right. not – a permanent job that you never get to leave
0: well if you're not liking it either we don't want to keep you somewhere where you're not happy right so we want to keep you involved and Mm -hmm. so i guess uh, let's go through what our standing committees are
2: okay they're union label education consumer affairs constitution and bylaws cap civil and human rights community services veterans committee women's and conservation and recreation
0: what are the expectations of a member of those committees to
1: know that you do have to attend the union meetings
0: yes two out of three of them Mm -hmm. so you have to attend the meetings most committees also hold their own committee meetings as well right usually
2: prior to the membership meeting so it's easy you're already there Mm. Yeah, you have to attend the union meetings and be a participatory member. Like, right, you're considered. I consider someone on a standing committee a part of our leadership. Yeah, you know, you're guiding people. You're answering questions on the floor. What's happening? You're aware of what's happening in the local, and you're also utilized to
1: give out information about stuff.
0: Uh, what is the commitment level expected for somebody on a one of our standing committees?
1: So the commitment level, we want you to attend two out of three union meetings, so you can attend your meetings as well, but. For different activities, you know, from the different committees, not everybody has time to give everything. They're just interested in the one or two big items that the committees do, and that's fine also.
2: Right.
1: Because I know it's a balance, right? We work so much. We have families. I'm never going to say, you know, choose us over your family. Exactly. Ever. Right, right. So if you only have, you know, an hour to give, I'm going to take that hour. Yes. And, you know, we'll use it properly. Yes, anytime.
0: Anytime you have. Even if you're not on a committee. If you want to come down and help. You are more than welcome right. to. We will take
1: But anybody. it's not an all or nothing kind of thing. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And also just
2: about standing committees in general. This goes across the board for all of our committees and clubs, et cetera. They, this comes from a training booklet, actually, and I really like the way they put it. It's easy to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, the duties and responsibilities of standing committees local union standing committees assist in improving members awareness and understanding of their role within our union standing committees are as strong as the members who participate the combined effort of all standing committee members allows for a successful local union that supports its membership as well as the goals of the local region and international union kind of sums it up like we help each other like right our committees help Just like I help and you help. We all have a place.
0: Kind of the foundation for our our local union.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. It it also mentions, like, an effective standing committee uses the the diversity of its local membership to bring together ideas, opinions, and information um, to the membership to support our common labor objectives. All these committees, they all kind of blend together. Like, Union Label and CAP can work together because... You know, union label is about buying made-in-the-U.S.A. products. Right. CAP is about electing labor-friendly candidates that may help get jobs in your community, therefore producing American-made goods. If you look at them all, we can find a common thread. Right. Right.
0: So it's not just the union label, obviously. Is it more specific with union stuff or we support american businesses too yeah yeah but obviously if there if we have the opportunity to purchase a union made product when one that's made in the u.s we're going to say you should support the union right but we're not going to say well that's wrong you should have done one or the other if it's made in the usa made by a union perfect right one or like the you other prioritize excellent. it right
2: if i have three products in front of me. One of them one of them is union made in the USA, USA. That's what I'm going to buy obviously. So right. products A, B and C. One is union made in the USA. One is made in the USA with non-union labor. Right. And one is made in another country.
0: Canada by the Canadian auto workers for
2: example. Right. So obviously my first priority is going to be union made in America. Right. Well, and you brought up an interesting point. That's a touchy right. subject, right there. Right. So, okay, who next? Where do you go? Do we buy a, Cana- a General Motors vehicle made by Canadian auto workers, mm-hmm. or do we buy a Honda made mm-hmm. in Southern Indiana? Right. What? That's. As I've is. always been on the union Label committee, and that's a very and to me, I would never buy a foreign nameplate vehicle. I don't right. care. If my mom made it. Right. Not doing it. Right. I also wouldn't buy a Canadian made vehicle. I'm gonna buy made in the USA right. vehicle right. by union members. Right. But it's that's a debate that we could it, have our it, own it, podcast about.
0: Yes, <laughs> it is a very touchy subject too, because everybody has a very <clears throat> strong opinion about that as right. well. Right. But if
2: we just talk about um a pen now. Right. So let's make it not personal. Okay. Like, I don't make pens for a living. No. No one in your family does. So a union-made American-made pen, Mm -hmm. an American-made pen, or a made-in-China pen. Okay. Which one is your priority? Made in America, made by a union. Right so we support those who support us right so that's an easier conversation to have with people. much easier
0: <laughs> Much easier. <laughs> right. i just wanted to kind of throw a wrench at you right see, see how you I'm, with
2: I'm always up for that debate that's union label committee is my jam mm-hmm. um i'm president of the union label advisory council for the region okay so for indiana and ohio that's what i'm the president of so i am passionate and that's a good example like I started out just on this committee because my friends were on it, yeah, and I was like, "Oh well, I like making the USA stuff. Right. don't we all? Yeah, so next thing you know, I'm the chair of the committee for years, yeah. and I get on an advisory council for a region. Yeah. Next thing you know, I'm the president of it, and I'm like, "Whoa, hey, <laughs> but I can I couldn't talk to people for days at a conference about pens, right <laughs> but Or you know something, but if you're passionate about it, you. You can talk about it. You can find ways to educate people. Mm-hmm. And that's what, on a smaller scale, yeah. our committees do here locally. Like okay. our union label committee, we can start with that one. Okay, um, It's to educate our members on union-made goods, American-made goods, how to find out information, how to read a VIN number. And the possibilities are endless. Yes. Right? Like our union label committee members, if they wanted, could go to city council meetings and push them to buy... You know the city to buy American-made vehicles, right? For our police cars,
0: right? Or like uh, the water department needs a water department like needs new trucks. Hey, mm-hmm. why don't you uh, you know support us? We build them right here, in, right, right, right. Here, in, here in town.
2: And you see it, and you think that's really cool. You know, when mm-hmm. I see a city of Fort Wayne truck and it's a Chevy truck, I'm like,
0: yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's I wonder perfect. if we built that,
2: right? Yeah. So all of these committees can do a lot. You can do. The spectrum, broad-range spectrum, they can do so many things. Yeah. You know, and the Union Label Committee is also famous for their kickball tournament. What does that have to do with Union Label?
0: I don't know. Right. So. (laughs) But it it, is a fundraiser. It is. It's a
2: fundraiser that helps the Union Label Committee do a lot of cool stuff, like the billboards, educating our members, buying those VIN number cards and handing them out. Right. So they do a lot of cool stuff. But also, when we started that, years ago we used it as a learning experience for people like so you're a new guy Mm -hmm. you hire in and you're like i don't feel comfortable coming to the union hall right we want like as a union label committee too or any committee you want everyone to feel like this is your union hall and you can come here and be comfortable so we wanted these younger kids something new something different Mm -hmm. that will draw them in so they came but while they were here we fed them union made candy union made Mm -hmm. food and we had posters, papers, informational booths. Okay, okay. So it's like sneaky. It's like sneaking in your vegetables <laughs> to little kids. Like. Right. W- we were also teaching you about union made everything. Right. While you were here,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and while you feel started feeling comfortable about coming to our union.
0: Right, and I think you guys do a really good job of that, like uh, especially during strike. And I know we could talk about the strike a lot and mm-hmm. all the lessons we've learned from it, but. Um, you know, I come to meetings and I never really came to the parties and stuff. And when we went on strike, I was at the hall a ton. And Mm -hmm. the more time I spent here, the more, much more comfortable I felt. And it's not like it wasn't anything you guys did to like make me feel uncomfortable. Every time I came in, it's like. Hey, Mike, how's it going? Why don't you go get a drink? There's food in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. You see your friends. Yes.
2: And you're happy to see them. Yep. And it's just like going anywhere, not just the Union Hall. but The more times you go anywhere, you're going to feel more comfortable driving up, parking, walking in, and feeling like you belong there. Right. And we all belong here, but I know it's hard just to roll in and be like, hi, I'm the new guy. Right. But you did it. You were a lot of help. Mm -hmm. And you realize, too... And you can correct me if I'm wrong, because some some days I'm sure you were like, I'm tired of helping. <laughs> but sometimes you you know, it makes you feel better. You, everyone I did, yeah. likes to help people. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel really good, especially during a stressful time, knowing people. For
0: me, that's how I coped with it. Like It was really stressful for me. So I'm like, well, I would be working at this time, so I don't want to sit at
2: home and worry. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go and go work. And see what I can help out with. Yeah. Someone always needs a hand, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. exactly but yeah and i appreciated it oh
0: yeah totally um before we go too far more into the union label committee mm-hmm. do you know the I, there's a texting service you can text and you can say uh hot dogs and it'll say uh, i do have okay. It. okay yeah i don't have it on okay hand, i, but I just, know what you're talking about yep. yeah so there is a texting service you can utilize and it's any product you want, you text the number is two three five two four six. You text the code word "made" m a d e. Once you get signed up with that, you any almost any product. I know sometimes it's mm-hmm. I it can't find a match, but if you right. type in beer, it'll tell you these are the, the these are Union made beers exactly. Mm-hmm. And you can do that with it. Doesn't even just have to be beer; it can be anything you're it looking could for. It can be
2: toilet paper. It can be school supplies. Yes. Um, picnic supplies, I, cause I think it's union li- labor 411 that puts that on. Yeah. So they have a lot of different categories or you can go super specific clothes, like washer and dryer, right? refrigerator, yep. you know, if you're at Ducky brothers, a local business looking at stuff, well, I see these are American made. Are any of them union made? Mm-hmm. It's a quick access to Right. It.
0: Exactly. And you will be surprised, um, how much. How many um, items out there are union-made, like mm-hmm. appliances specifically? Yeah, I know like stovetops, not so much. I only know of one brand. I think it's like Viking or something like that. It's out of Minnesota. And, and I
2: don't know currently. Like we used to have a Jennier, mm-hmm. which ended up being Maytag, which was all union-made. Okay. Um, I still have a Jennier stove, but it's 20 years old. So wow. I I don't think they make Jenniers anymore. Right. Um, but yeah, it's always worth looking up. Yes. And we all have phones now. It's a lot easier to access this information. Like
0: Extremely, just extremely Google easy. It. Yes. And
2: I and I don't mind. People text me like, Hey Amy, what are some Union-made mm-hmm. boots? Right. Let me Google that. <laughs> That's fine. I'm happy to Google it. If it means yes. And an, someone bought American made boots mm-hmm. over some Chinese boots, mm-hmm. cool. I'm there for you. But right. now that we all have these little computers in our hands all the time, we should utilize them for more than Looking at puppies on Instagram.
0: Right. And it's so powerful and it's, I'm going to throw a little bit of shade at myself here. So I, I always get compl- like, you're so intelligent, Mike, you're so smart. And I'm like, I just know how to use Google that right. really. That's a, I know, right. how, I know the keywords to use to find mm-hmm. exactly what I'm looking right.
2: for. Yeah. But you're always informed too.
0: Exactly. Yep. I agree. All right. So, um, is there anything else you wanted to discuss with the union label committee?
2: Um, That's pretty much it about union label. Okay. Um, the next committee is Education Committee. Mm-hmm. And Very important. So locally, I'm not on the Union Label Committee anymore. Okay. Um, as a executive board member, every executive board member, member is a liaison to a committee. Okay. So each committee has a spokesperson on the executive board. Okay. If there's a request from that committee, there's someone there who can explain it. So we go to all their meetings with them. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of a go-between right. with the board. Um, the board and the members in the committees. So I'm currently the education committee liaison. We kind of switch it up every once in a while. Yep. So that's how I ended up on this. And I really like the education committee. Yeah. They do a lot of neat stuff. We just presented the checks to our scholarship winners.
0: What was the amount? Do you remember? They're a thousand dollars. Two $1,000 scholarships were and handed And then
2: out. also the veterans committee got in on that too, a few years ago. So actually there's three scholarships you can win. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, we handed those out this weekend. Awesome. Very awesome. But our education committee, they teach our Union 101 classes. Yep. They are also, in the last year, have become trained to teach other classes. And once the coronavirus is gone or we are able to have classes and groups, they are ready to roll with a lot of cool classes and very too. willing. Yeah, very so willing. willing. Mm-hmm. But we have a lot of cool educational opportunities for our members. We just need to be able to get to them.
0: I remember on a previous episode we were talking about. Um, There's a whole list of classes you could go online, and if they get enough people interested, then in, they can get trained to mm-hmm. teach it. And, right. And that will, once all this is has settled down and we can resume uh, business as usual, um, I'm ass- I'm sure that that's gonna start yes, back up again.
2: Yes, cuz our education committee members want to teach our members. An education an educated membership is a powerful membership. Mhm. And the more educated people get, like what if you took a class and you're like, "I love this. I yeah. love the guy who taught it to me. I love the girl who taught it to me. I want to do that." Yeah. That's awesome. Join the education committee. Yep. Or or not, right. but you know, that's your option. Like we want right. to give people outlets to become knowledgeable and powerful.
0: Yes. Yep.
2: Um, so here's a fun fact, like the education committee also does the trunk or treat. Yep. Yep. They do. What does that have to do with education? I don't Not know. Not a whole lot, but you know what? Once again, our being a leader, you know, like we said, our committee members, are leadership, Yes. we serve our members. Our members want something. We're going to try to give it to them. So if there's an event, the trunk or treat, Easter egg hunt, mm-hmm. what the Christmas party, whatever, Our, like, education committee, another committee used to do it, and they're like, we don't want to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's fine. You know, they had too much going on. Right. And we had an all-chairs meeting where all the chair people met, and they said that, and the education committee said, well, we'd love to do it. Right. So they just picked it up. Okay. Is it a fundraiser? No, it's free to our membership. Right. They just serve our members in a way. Our members want something. We do everything we can to give it to them. Right. Do we sneak in education? You bet we do. (laughs) But it's, but also, but then here's a tie in. We ask everybody to buy union made, American made candy. Right. Okay. So you're educating people what that is. So they buy it from now on. Right. And you also are giving your kids American made food versus foreign land food that you don't know if it was regulated or anything. Right. Right. That's how those two could tie together. Right. Maybe we'll try to tie these together as we. Keep going.
0: You're definitely a lot better at making the connections than I am. I i don't have uh, nearly the experience that you do, I guess. So um, I, I can see each of them individually and why they're important, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we're a union. We're, everything is, ties in with each other and there's right. a reason for all of that. But. Right. Right. I mean, I guess I'll get there eventually.
2: You will. You will. And the only reason I know all that all of this about this is because over the years, whatever committee I'm on has worked with this other committee. Or uh-huh. I've sat in on the meetings and I hear what they do and I see, oh, I can help you with this. Right. My committee can help you with right, this. Right,
0: like, yeah. Like, oh, this is perfect. Right. This goes together uh, so well. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: Yeah. You just see a connection and you make it. Um, the next committee is a little different. And it's probably our least active committee historically that I've been here. Okay, as consumer affairs, we used to lump it into union label. Because when you read the description, it's like, educating members on how to buy Uh, American made products. Well, isn't that union label? Right, kind of. So I think this one kind of just goes back to when um, the Constitution was written, Okay, and they listed all of these, there was a lot more unions, right? So it was a lot more to deal with. So yes. consumer affairs, like, where should I shop? What grocery store should I shop at? What hotel oh, should I go to? okay. This, okay. our consumer affairs. So Okay. But it's kind of phased itself out. Yeah. But I think our consumer affairs committee now has kind of changed, and it's cool. Like, just do something. Right. So I know they're doing, like, financial planning classes. Awesome. So that's a consumer affair really yeah Yeah. so they took it that route Mm
0: -hmm. um but yeah financial planning oh man that's awesome yes and so we talked about it before i think we're
2: gonna get that on the podcast a lot i think a lot of people would benefit from it
0: i think yeah i have i've never taken a financial planning class and i started doing some research on it and i could not believe (laughs) Like the money I, I spend on certain things. Right. And it's just like, why? And I look back at that and you go, I, you really have to yeah. kind of, you. it's really like doing soul searching and you're like, you get to see all the ugly and you go through your closet. It's like, right. I remember paying $60 for these jeans. I think I wore them one time.
2: Right. And budgeting. Like, yeah. someone goes to a gas station every day and buys a candy bar, <laughs> a soda, and a scratch off ticket. Okay, well, that seemed normal until you actually add all of that up every day for a month yeah for one month or a year and then you're yeah by the time you get into a
0: year is you're talking thousands of dollars you're like i could have went to paris with that money
2: right or you could have put it into your savings plan for your retirement and it could have been gaining interest yes like Think about, it's just little stuff every day, financial planning. And it really
0: is just the small things. Mm -hmm. It It adds up. It does. It is crazy.
2: So that, and so saying that, consumer affairs, Mm -hmm. that's something, now that you look at it that way, financial planning. That's a great consumer affair thing. I
0: agree. And I highly recommend when they start these classes up that everybody takes it. Yes. Highly recommend Agreed. All right, so what is our next committee?
2: Constitution and bylaws, it's a committee of people Who interpret the Constitution and our local bylaws. Mm -hmm. And they also deal with if someone wants to change them, if times change. Like our membership grew. So, you know, we used to have 20. These numbers are not right. But we used to have 24 people on the election committee. Mm -hmm. But then we got 1,000 new members because we added a shift. We need 36 now. Right. You can't just do it. It's in our bylaws. So they see needs for changes and they will change them and they'll submit them to uh, to me right and so i work with the constitution and bylaws committee also and i'll bring them to the membership you know we read it one meeting there's no discussion it's right. posted on the boards people can read about it Yep. and then the next meeting i'll read it again we can have discussion the yep. constitution and bylaws committee can speak on it anyone mm-hmm. who has an opinion or has questions can speak on it right Then we'll vote on it and then I'll send it up to international. They approve it or don't approve it, and then it can be in our bylaws. Awesome. Um, Also, if there's we need some clarification on the Constitution. Yeah. It's if you've looked at it, you've looked at it. Sometimes it seems a little mumbo jumbo.
0: Say, I call it uh, legalese.
2: Yes. So once you get used to reading it, i can process it a lot better yes. but i remember looking and being like oh it's such the tiny first print. time
0: i was reading the words and i didn't understand any single one of them and right it really took uh, a mentor basically mm-hmm. kind of well you can interpret it several different ways and the, this is pretty the general interpretation this right. is kind of how everybody goes by it. and there's you can argue it obviously mm-hmm. and that's just kind of how it works so Right, so What'd they're you?
2: kind of our officials on right. the Constitution and bylaws. Um, I think in the end, it is our president's, it's also up to our president to determine our feelings on how something's being processed. But. Okay. They're kind of our go-to people. Yeah. You know, it's usually, you know, there's higher seniority people on there. There's lower seniority so they can learn. Right. But it's people with experience with our Constitution and bylaws. That's yes. who you want on the committee. And then also new people who can take over at some point, you know, learn more.
0: Right. That's, and be the future. Somebody's got to be coming in, in through the pipeline. And right. Knowledge isn't being passed down. It's,
2: it's going to disappear. Yes.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or we're going to
2: bother people when they retire. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they might not mind that for a little while, but I know... I would, after after right. that little while, I'd be like, all right.
2: I'm changing my number. Yeah. And moving away. <laughs> yep. So our next committee is the CAP committee. It's the Community Action Program Committee. Okay. Um, this is politics. This is how the ballot box is connected to the bread box. These are the people who educate our members mm-hmm. on labor-friendly candidates. Okay. Um, I, like, As a committee member for any other committee, the CAP committee asks people to go door-to-door during election season or phone bank, and it all sounds very intimidating. Yes. And I am here to tell you like, I know I'm talking to you, and I always seem like, oh, I love to talk to people. Yeah. I don't want to talk to strangers.
0: Right. Going it, to their house, <laughs> right? to their dorm, like, hey, sorry to bother you.
2: Right. But what I will say, now that I've been doing it, mm-hmm. it gets easier every time. Okay, And we don't just say, go free, right. Mike, and knock on every door. Yeah, The doors we're knocking on are people we know are labor-friendly voters. Okay. So they're not okay. just... You're not going to be like, oh, who did I run into? Right. Like, you, they, they don't know you're coming, but they are on whatever candidate we are pushing.
0: Okay. They are in,
2: with that party. Okay. And to that fact, like, I do want to mention a lot of people think unions are only Democrats. We only right. support Democrats. Right. Um, this last primary is a great example. The UAW endorsed a Republican candidate for Congress, I believe, in Huntington.
0: Oh yes, yes, I I can't remember the name.
2: John Staffel? Okay. I believe. Um so it's not just Democrats. Mm-hmm. Historically it is just because their values tend to lean more labor friendly. Right. But let's always remember it's not always that. Right. So the cap committee are people who do voter registration drives. Okay. And to me, I don't care what party you're at. Register to vote. Right. Vote. I, every, Make your voice heard. Everybody should vote. Right. Everybody so should vote. They do voter registration drives in the plant. They do them at picnics, public, any awesome. public event we can get a table at. Our cap committee is going to go there
0: and sign people up. Right. And get them registered to vote.
2: Right. And other times, though, too, for example, like Union Label. Used to work the rolling into Roanoke, we'd have a table there. Okay. So, since this is an election year, Yep. they most likely would also be registering people to vote. Okay. It's another way other committees can register people to vote. Like the Education Committee, if they had a fair, like we're all the, a college fair at the plant. Okay. Okay. We could also, you know, where people could bring their kids in or whatever. Yeah. You could also have a registration. Registered to vote table there. Okay. So that's the way other committees can work together to help each other. Because in the end, elections do matter to all of us. Yes. In their livelihood. Yes.
0: They are very important. Very important.
2: <clears throat> um, our next one is the Civil and Human Rights Committee. Okay. This is a very important committee yes. on a lot of different levels.
0: I know we keep saying that. All of these committees are very important. They
2: are so important. <laughs> Every um,
0: single one of they them.
2: They are. Our Civil and Human Rights Committee... It's important Mm -hmm. in two different ways, in my book at least. Yeah. So if there is a civil and human rights violation in the plants, they investigate it.
0: That's interesting. I I didn't even know that.
2: Right. So they take classes. Okay. They are, you know, they know what they're supposed to do to investigate this, to make sure it's fair. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: I mean, this is a violation of their civil rights. That's That's, big.
0: I, I mean, I'm excited that we have this and I know that I know that it happens and that is very upsetting to me at the same time, but I'm so glad that we have this. I didn't even know. Yeah.
2: It's wonderful to know that. I mean, you obviously always have our committeemen and your zone and your shop chairman. You always have your leadership there backing you, yeah. but when you've been violated, that's also we have our civil and human rights committee who is there too. To stand with you. Awesome. And we're all standing with you, obviously. Obviously. But they're trained. They know what to say. They know what to do. They investigate it. And so important. So that's like a... I feel like it's a double duty committee.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, so they do that. And then the Civil and Human Rights Committee also does all the things that their... Their events that their committee does um, in the community. Right. My favorite thing they've done historically is they always do a backpack drive for a local legion yes so you know helping out in the community community events setting up at different fairs like the free haircut days all of that right getting kids ready for school christmas and all these committees usually also adopt a family for christmas too just right through the salvation army because that's what we do right um but that's another way civil rights i know they always set up a voting booth at any event you know
0: Yep. Let's connect them all. We right. We keep
2: connecting. Yep. And.
0: Man, that's awesome. That was really cool. So it's
2: a really cool committee. Yeah, it is. Um, community Services, another cool committee. Yeah. I guess I'm a committee nerd because I think we're all real. All I these mean, committees are great. Yes. And yes. they do great things. I'm really proud of us. Like when I travel with the UAW and I meet other people from other locals. Yeah. They do, Like, yeah, we have a committee. They don't do anything. Or there's just one person on it. Right. Our committees are full of active, passionate union members. And that's that's, awesome. That's what
0: we need. Mm -hmm. That is exactly what we need. It
2: is. And if you don't know what to do, that's okay. They'll show you.
0: Yes. So
2: community services in our next one, um, (laughs) it's kind of what they say. They help in the community. Yep. Um, they're trained, usually they're trained Red Cross volunteers, you know, during disasters, um, they help out with day of caring. Historically, you know, throughout the community. Okay. You know, they'll go, it's the United Way Day of Caring. Okay. They'll pick a project, and every year they do that. They hmm. do events. They raise money. Yeah. Another great, act, very active committee.
0: Okay. So they're, like the Civil and Human Rights Committee, they do, not that they're just focused on what's going on in the community, but the, the committee we're t- discussing now is mostly, like, how they can help out in our community.
2: Right okay so yeah and civil and human rights committee and community services they kind of mesh together again right like the description's kind of the same really you know there's
0: just some small differences that uh separate them from each other
2: right yeah oh and like janice from civil and human rights she always puts up really great displays in the entrances for Mm -hmm. black history month awesome you know different things people and People take it upon themselves to do cool stuff. For yeah. Each committee or a group of people do. It's it's a very active, awesome committee. Excellent, excellent. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, community services also in the past one time they did a pajama drive for foster kids.
0: That's awesome. So nice, you yes. know,
2: organizing food drive. Like, oh, community services did. Remember before the strike, they did a food drive. Yep. And we brought everything here. Yep and we didn't vocal they didn't vocalize it but they knew if we went on strike we're going to already have a pantry supplied by you right right <laughs> and you can use it then right and if we don't go on strike great we can donate to the food bank
0: right exactly
2: so also our community services committee helped during the strike signing people up helping people find aid okay as needed
0: yes yes yes, yes with bills, bills or food or, mm-hmm. or anything really, right
2: and them, and also a lot of our other committee members, obviously, we all saw them. Yes. Signing people up for insurance, working in the kitchen, volunteering. That's, we called in our committees. This strike was a shout out to all of our committees. We need your help and we need you now. Right. And they came out in full force. Yep. And we will obviously eternally thankful for them. Yes. Very thankful. Very thankful. Um, our next one is the Veterans Committee. Okay. I think everyone is very aware of our veterans committee and how active they are in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, they do the veterans stand down, which gives veterans coats. I mean, the homeless veterans, coats, boots, yep. mittens. Um, they help out so much at the shrine, okay. the veterans Memorial Shrine yep. in, I don't know the name of the town. It's a want to maybe it's a Narcola, okay. but it's right. We'll be doing a presentation on that soon. I think okay. it's a very cool place to visit. Okay but they you know they help veterans in need the va calls hey we have a veteran who needs a bicycle so cuz he got a job he doesn't have his license can you help right. of course they can they're going to buy that guy a bike awesome this guy needs help with his bills this guy needs a bed right whatever it seems whatever people need the veterans commit, whatever veterans need if they call them the Veterans Committee will rally and get it. That's why they do gate collections, right. poker runs, right. all these fundraisers, because veterans constantly need help, obviously. Yes. And we're here for them. Well, yep. Our Veterans Committee and our local, Right. we're here to help them with our, whatever they need. Exactly. No. Okay, so the next committee is the Women's Committee. Okay. Um, this is a great committee. Fun fact, you do not have to be a woman to be on this committee. I don't? No. Anyone can be on this committee, just like any committee. Okay. Um, But like the women's committee does a lot, can do a lot of great things. Mm-hmm. Um, they do fundraisers, which can tie into other committees. Like they just did a Rada Knives fundraiser. Yeah, Rada Knives are made in the USA. Okay, cool. So Union awesome. Label Consumer Affairs. Yep, we're educating our members. So if you need knives in the future, look up Rada Knives. Interesting. So also with women's committee, it's like empowering women. Like let's get women in leadership. Let like. Yeah in our city, in our county, Congress, how far do you want to go? Let's involve women in politics. Like Mm -hmm. you see a lot. There's a saying that if you, I want a seat at the table, right. And women historically don't. So
0: here's a fun fact, uh, the women population in the world is higher than men
2: Hmm.
0: and you don't see, you don't see that whenever you look at, when uh, you look at it,
2: right. You look at, and you're starting to, yeah. But historically, it, it, it you see a, a picture slow. of Congress.
0: Yes, all and men. it's
2: all old white dudes. Yes. Let's get women in there. Let's yep. get people of color in there. Let's yeah. get women of color in there. Let's let's make diversity. Our, all
0: walks of life are right, going to have right. different perspectives on mm-hmm. different on on the same thing, and they're going to bring good ideas to the table, and right. it's going to work better for everyone.
2: Right. Exactly. So. There's an example, too. There's a connection. Our Civil and Human Rights Committee and the Women's Committee. Yep. Right? Right. Both considered, you know, like, they're they're sticking up for the minority. And plus, in our environment, we work in a factory. It's historically men. Right. I'm in skilled trades. It's a historically male-dominated field. Yes. Like, I think there's three or four pipe fitters that are women out of 40. Wow. Right. Why is that?
0: That's a good question.
2: You know? And am I in there because I'm a woman? Maybe. Maybe they needed one. But I'm glad to be there, and I feel like I do a great job. Well, if the more people that um,
0: see that, well, yeah, there's – I mean, whenever you – Maybe if the only reason you were there was because you're a woman. Not that you are, but the more people see you, the more they get comfortable with the idea of if you're Mm -hmm. like a traditional – type of person that men should be the only ones working in a facility like that. But,
2: and people still have that belief, but you yes. constantly have to prove yourself. Yep. Like I tested in here just like you did. Exactly. But you want to, you want to give women a chance. You want to give people of color a chance. Yes. Just like you had a chance. Exactly. You know? And so right. I would like our trades, our committees, everything to be as diverse as our workplace. Yes. You know? Yes. And, I, I'm proud to say when I talk to people, like when I talk to kids, yeah. I'm so proud to tell them what I do because mm-hmm. it's pretty crazy that I'm a girl yeah, and I do like pretty dirty work yeah. and I like to let little kids, not little girls know and teenage girls even or yeah. 20 year old girls but, in the plan. This is
0: a viable option right. for you. If you're interested in this stuff, you right. can do it.
2: Yeah, you can. Like you don't have to be really strong. Right a girl who came in through my apprenticeship. She is not the largest woman. She's tiny, but she is mighty. Yes. You know, you learn to use leverage instead of muscle. Yes. There's a smart, there's a, you always work smarter, not harder. Exactly. So I really like telling women, even in the plant, like you can do this. This is do, you can do anything. Yeah. And I know it really sounds cheesy, but you totally can.
0: It does a little bit, but what you're saying is true. Like if you set your mind to it, like. The only the only thing stopping you from doing anything is you.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. We all have the same chance. We all have the same opportunity. Yes. You just need to take it. Yep. And yep. put yourself out there. Yes. And that's scary too, but I always just look at it, and I'll even say it to myself sometimes. The worst they're going to say is no.
0: Exactly. That's I'm what I tell gonna everyone.
2: Die. I'm not going to get hurt. Yeah, exactly. My feelings might get hurt. My yeah. ego might get hurt. And you'll,
0: but you'll get over that too, <laughs> and then... That's that's where you grow as a person, those right. those opportunities where you failed and you know, maybe now wasn't the time, but down the road, who knows? Right.
2: Okay, the next one is conservation and recreation. Big fan of this committee. Yes. This is our fun committee and mm-hmm. all our committees have fun stuff. But yes. conservation and recreation is exactly recreation that's what i like to do um but <laughs> conservation too um we've been a sponsor of a lakers and land trust okay area i'm I not sure not if we that. are anymore okay. or not but we used to mow it and okay stuff. um at the plant when you drive around the back at fogwell yeah you'll see a sign that our conservation and recreation committee worked with general motors oh awesome to keep up that pond
0: awesome
2: um just last weekend our conservation and recreation committee came out and volunteered with me for the Puffer Belly five K. Okay. Um Puffer Belly fun, run, walk, stroll, five K, ten K. It's a really long word, but Okay. Um <laughs> they came out on Saturday, Friday and Saturday and helped out. It's a mm-hmm. fundraiser for the Fort Wayne Trails, which okay. as you know, is close to my heart. You
0: are a huge supporter. Yes.
2: <laughs> um so Some of the guys from that committee came out and worked Friday night, getting people's packet pickups and stuff, helped work the race the next day. Awesome. So you volunteer in the community for things like, that's conservation and recreation in my book. Yeah. You know, using our trails, it's getting our community, our members really use it, but it's also in our community. So, And that's something for all of these committees. It's not just for our members. Right. We focus on our members. Yes. But we also love to help our community that don't work with us
0: well the more we give that love out to the community the more (laughs) they see it the more they feel it so they're going to be for a perfect example i know we're talking about the strike and that feels like forever ago with everything that's gone on but if we weren't as active in the community as we are we wouldn't have gotten the support from the community like we did
2: totally i completely agree our community supports us totally. And in 97, I didn't, I don't think it was like that. I'm a result of the 97 strike. I was hired because of it. So I was okay. not there, but my husband was. And he says, he remembers people did not honk wave. They honked and did other things that were ah, not positive I see. or, but you didn't see the, the outpouring of support. Like we went on strike and these businesses, from all over, mm-hmm. started coming here, calling us. What do you need? What can we bring you? How can yep. we help? Can we walk with you? Can we yep. stand with you? And they realize that we are a part of their community. Yes. You know, we sit next to them in church. I'm your neighbor. Right. I'm your kid's softball coach. Yep. I'm a Girl Scout leader. Like our members are parts of the, a very important part of this community. Right. So our committees are another way for us to show people that that. Along with us being part of your community, you're right. part of ours right so like a couple years ago when the Roanoke school, someone hit their flagpole and wrecked it okay. we bought them a new one awesome our local did because Roanoke that's our that's our school that, yeah it's like <laughs> it's right down the street yeah, a yeah. lot of our members' kids go there mm-hmm. a lot of members a lot of the kids that go there aren't our members' kids, but it's our community we support them yes, so. I really like that about our local, that the community can depend on us. Yes. And as we learned last year in the strike, we can depend on them too.
0: Yep. Are there any more committees for us to go over?
2: I think that's it. We have a couple of clubs. Okay. Well, and so it's always been called the Disaster Relief Committee. Yes. And they're, they fall under the community services umbrella. So okay. if we listed the people on disaster relief... We put them on the community services list under a subcategory. And that's okay. something too. Like committees can have committees within the committees. Okay. Like I'm on the veterans committee and I'm also then I'm on the stand down committee. I'm gonna help plan that. So uh, okay. it's kinda of subcategories. So disaster relief, like if a member has a disaster, your house burns down.
0: hmm Wiped out by a tornado. Yeah,
2: sorry and that's awful.
0: Hopefully it never happens to anybody.
2: Right. But if it does, our committees here to help you. Yep. So, you uh, know, the, help how, you,
0: how do you, what kind of help do they give?
2: Um, monetary help to get you into a hotel that night, Okay. you know, get you some basics. Yep. And then also it, recently that I've seen, and social media is an amazing tool to use. Extremely. John Doe's yeah. fam, you know, John Doe from trim second shift. Yeah. His house burned down last night. Everyone's safe. These are the these are the number these are the members of his family and these are their clothing sizes. Okay. Someone will post it on Facebook yes. and our members they'll go shopping, they'll go through their closets. Yep. They they are so giving. They'll bring it all to the home, we'll get it to that family. Yeah. You know, we help them with their finances right away before their insurance kicks on. These right. kids still need toothpaste and pajamas. Right. Food? Right, let's help them. <laughs> so that's the disaster relief. Also, they're all Red Cross trained. Awesome. For disaster. I think it is disaster relief is what it's called. Okay. So I believe a lot of them went to training. So if there is, I think some of our members have done it before, there's been a tornado down south. Yeah. Or a natural disaster. Okay. We'll send them. Yeah. If they want to go. So, Oh, like we sent people, someone to Puerto Rico. Really? Yes. That's awesome. And his name is Josh Riddle. I don't think he was on the disaster relief committee, but he was like... This, this speaks, speaks this, to me. Right. I, need I feel to go. this in my heart. I mm-hmm. want to go help. So he went <laughs> and did.
0: That's so awesome.
2: Right. Our members are awesome. Yes. Yes, they are. Um, another new committee or new club. Okay. Is the Paranormal Club.
0: What? Yes. It sounds kind of spooky, though. It is. So what do they do then?
2: So. I'm not quite sure. So, well, I, I kind of have an idea what they do. Okay. So obviously, it's people who are interested in paranormal Activity, activities right. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, but they went to a, haunt, a well-known haunted place. I okay. think they have tools that mm-hmm. they detect things. I, I don't. We'll have to speak with. Yes, one of them Yes, I think sometime. you're definitely going to have to get with them because it's a yeah. very interesting committee, it's and that's pretty
0: new too, right? Mm, okay. I
2: think within the, uh, maybe a year, year and a half. Okay. But. That's something like, do you want a committee? Do you want a club? Yeah. Like, think about it. If you're willing to put the work in, we can help you make it happen. Right. Like, do you want a motorcycle club? Mm-hmm. Let's talk. Let's, right. who's in, Who wants to get involved? Let's do this. But right. I really, man, respect for the paranormal committee. They're like, this sounds crazy, awesome. We're doing it. This is my jam. Mm-hmm. And then they asked everybody else, and there's an amazing amount of interest.
0: Awesome. I mean, you never know until you, you know, start to put the time and effort into it right. and make it into what you see in your mind. And
2: mm-hmm.
0: once that happens and somebody else sees it and they're like, wow, that's awesome.
2: Right. And I am not, I'm not into ghosts. I don't like scary movies. I don't. I don't like scary movies. I'm uncomfortable talking about it right now because yes. I'm a big chicken. Same here. So I'm just like, no thanks. Yes. No but thanks.
0: But I support you. I support you. And yes. if you want
2: to do something, I want to help you.
0: Go Go have fun.
2: But yeah, if anybody yeah. ever has an idea of a club they'd like to start, mm-hmm. we're here to get the word out for you. Yeah. You're going to have to put the legwork in to make yep. it happen. Yeah. But you can – there's tons – we have so many members. Yes. So there's there's someone there's out there for person. Yes, exactly.
0: There's, there is mm-hmm. something out there for every single person.
2: And you know what? There's a committee for everybody too. Yes, we there is. We can try to find it for you. So like Holly said – Come to the hall, fill out an application, join us. Yep.
0: That's what I was just going to bring up. I know Mm -hmm. we're we're about to wrap things up here. And uh, before we signed off, I know, I think that we did talk about how you get on a committee, but Mm -hmm. I was just going to reiterate that. If if you're interested in any of these committees we talked about today, just come down to the hall, you're going to fill out an application. Mm -hmm. Um, If you have questions about the committee, you can ask somebody here. They might be able to help you out a little bit.
2: Or guide you to the a committee they think you might fit in. Right, like your interests may file into their categories.
0: Exactly, and that's just it. And then you'll get approved. You'll get a letter in the mail if you, as long as they have your address on file here. And right, you're a part of it.
2: Yes. So, join a committee. Join it. Join. It's fun. It I promise fun. you're going to have fun, or you at least will. laugh. You may yes. laugh and leave. I don't know. <laughs> but you're going to meet your brothers and sisters. And yeah get to know people and be more of a part of something yeah and we want everybody to be part of it so yes we do join us
0: yep all right well i think that's all i had
2: okay like this is oh this is kind of a club yeah the podcast that's what i
0: was just going to bring up too and that was it was me and a friend we brought it to holly and she was super excited so we had to I mean, we've never made a podcast before, so we had to go and do some research on that, figure mm-hmm. out all the tools that we were going to need. And, and the union's been nothing but supportive.
2: Right. The rest is history.
0: Yes. And yeah.
2: So this is a great example. You have an idea. Let's talk it out. Yep. Let's brainstorm and see if we can make it happen.
0: Yep. And it did.
2: Yeah. Here we are.
0: All right. Well, I think that's all I've got, uh, unless you have anything else, Amy.
2: That's all I've got.
0: All right. Well, then, thank you for joining us. And um...
2: pleasure. <laughs> thanks, Amy. <I> <laughs> for, <laughs> thanks
0: for joining. Thanks for listening, everyone.
2: All right. Have a great week, everybody. Yep. Don't forget you. to vote on August six in Do the runoff. Not forget. Bye.
0: Bye.